And you're sure this has been recording the whole time? You know, I've been looking at the screen of my backup recorder. So yes, um, <laughs> I know that was actually my worst fear. It's like I did not want to lose an episode. There's been a few where like in the middle, I just have to tell myself, OK, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Like where I'm going into Pro Tools and hoping there's not a DAE error or something, you know, so I've. Yeah, oh, it happens. I've lost hard drives full of... We're doing a director's cut of my student film from college and uh, Premiere died and I lost an entire hard drive. <laughs> and so six months of work disappeared. So <laughs> That's really hard, right? It's psychologically devastating. Uh, it is. For it to, I mean, because really, it's like a death. It's really, truly gone. You saw it with your eyes, but now it's only a figment of your imagination. There's no, there's no trace. <laughs> right. It's kind of like a death. I had a situation where my son and I were playing Minecraft and we ran the update and the update ate our game. Oh. And we were just making this huge castle and I had found like the underground dungeon by accident and, you know, dug this hole and there was a library. And it's like, so this whole world we had built and I cried like <laughs> I had a grieving process over this game disappearing. And it was really profound. That is this imaginary world. Yeah, it's shown you so much. It's helped you understand so much about our life here. You know, it's connected you in ways to the world that you, you never thought a video game could. And so that's just such an amazing field also. Yeah. I noticed that you and I have that in common, actually. Uh, you mentioned the Nintendo Entertainment System in one of your rare talks. Uh, right. uh, and I, I thought it was great because I'm like, oh my gosh, we're almost the same age. I was born in 80. And NES changed my life too. Mm. And Zelda in particular. And you're right, that was just such a breakthrough that the game could save. Incredible. <laughs> so innovative. So unbelievably innovative. It's just so, it's just a Japanese masterpiece. Endless adventure is what they called it. Prepare yourself for endless adventure. I completely agree. I mean, I, I think part of it for me was that the Legend of Zelda, the video game, was one of the very earliest video games to incorporate story into the idea of playing video games. Yeah. And that just transformed the experience for me so much. And you mentioned Joseph Campbell, and you, know, you also mentioned uh, human history, and it's like humans are wired for story. So mm -hmm. there's something about humans as meaning makers that we crave this experience of playing a game and we almost project ourselves onto the hero who's a little pixelated guy with a funny hat and a little pointy sword um the world is dangerous before you go take this <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah yeah the thing that's special about the legend of zelda is that there's a duration you're going around the map you're taking the time to do that you're taking the time to build your character up this is before experience points were ever in a video game. That was Final Fantasy the following year. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a matter of duration and being able to um, be the story maker yourself and to live the story and that it depends on you. Um, you know, that's what m most movies are that kind of that story. Like you've got it, the hero's got to conquer all or save the situation or well, it, whatever needs to happen, but to actually play that and to also be able to mark one's growth and hold that reset button and, and push power off and know that there was a, the, the memory of the game and that all the actions that you had taken, all the time that you had invested into it, 
still exists. That's beautiful. That is so transformative in the same way that you know nonlinear editing is, was transformative for me. Right. The that video game was so profound. And of course, you know, great music and a great story. And it's just very Japanese. And yeah. so I just, like so many other people, loved it so much. Um, but yeah, it started, it, it definitely set an expectation for the fact that video games are another world. <laughs> it's, it's like there, were, yeah. there, was, there was music and then there was movies and, and, and books, of course, uh, and, and, and paintings. And now there's video games. Yeah. Uh, and the the Last of Us 2 is the cutting edge of gaming as we know it and how we tell stories. In fact, not just gaming. I don't know if you played that, but wow, it was just one of the highlights of the year for me. What's, that, what's it is, called? Um, it's called The Last of Us. It's a PlayStation game and the sequel was released this summer and it's just an adult horror drum, dramatic video game that only has two parts. It's a part one and a part two. And the first one that came out in 2013, people say it's like the Citizen Kane of video games, which I agree wow. with. And then they put out this latest one, which they've been working on for six years. And it's it's something else altogether. It's it's a whole nother way of telling stories. I, it, it was just so impactful and so well-made that it was it's just outrageous. I've never had a narrative experience like that ever, ever in my life, nor did I ever expect that it was going to happen. You know, if you make a game and people say it's the Citizen Kane of video games and it's in museums everywhere, that's the original Last of Us. The scariest thing to do would be to like make a sequel to it. When I found out that they were doing <laughs> right. it, I was like, yeah, right. Are yeah. you crazy? That's the dumb, like that's the, that's the most dangerous thing you could do. Like you're yeah. going to fail. And they didn't fail. They, they wow. didn't just raise the bar. They put it on the moon, man. Wow. It's so crazy. I mean, I'm, I could gush about The Last of Us 2 forever, but I'm relating it back to The Legend of Zelda, which is just moving through and you're, you're using, you are interacting with the television. You're actor, you are making the things real. And something about right. that is so engrossing and inspiring and just new. Uh, and it makes me think that we're going to get to the point where video games actually change people's minds, that they bring on enlightenment, that you actually mm. have an experience playing a video game that shifts your consciousness so so much that it's like, oh my God, everybody's got to play this game. Right. You know? um, I'm waiting for that. Adventure is, you know, life is a game. Uh, so it might also be a two-player game. I'm, I've figured out. Wait, so like once you die, then I get to go? And no, uh, just that uh, as long as you wake up, it's like another continue. It's like you get another chance. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So if you know any game that you could play, is if you can continue, if you can keep pushing continue, you're going to be able to get there. You're going to be able to figure it out. You're going to get through the goal. So, so yeah, there's, there's something beautiful about what games can teach us uh, about how we behave and think about society. So I'm so happy that you shared that moment with uh, losing it, you know, losing, losing your data. I, I, I lost my Zelda game. My uncle turned it off without holding reset <gasps> when we were, yeah, we were away at the beach and he was mad because I was playing a video game at the beach and just turned it off. And I watched like 14 months disappear. Oh. Uh, so yeah, so I feel you there. It was pretty rough. Well, and it's like these, <laughs> these, what's interesting is that in songwriting, you're in the business of storytelling and you have these vignettes about lives and you're, you're telling a story, but it's based on some sort of experience. But these like people really exist in a sense. Mm. 
because these people are parts of you. Hmm. So, you know, it's... It's a persona. We project ourselves through it. We can understand things through it. We can live through through them. We They can reflect certain parts of ourselves because all you know nothing human is foreign to you we're all sharing the same experience and so that's why the universal things are universal you know everybody's feeling heartbreak at some point and everybody's feeling i'm not you know I, i'm not being present i think that's what we're trying to solve here just giving yourself a chance to uh to slow down <laughs>